Yo, welcome back guys. Welcome back to From the Stand Sportscast. What's happening? Oh. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, this is your boy, Sandy Sumanagaza, um, your podcaster. Um, I'm joined here by my co-podcast. Wow, fuck no. Can we just start? No, no. No, man. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm really, I'm really of, I'm really of my, uh, I'm really off my shit at this moment because of um, the sound shit. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is good evening, good afternoon. This you tuned into from the Sands podcast. With Sandy Samanagaza, as I said, I'm joined by my co-podcaster Sandy Lesbanyoni. Sandy Lesi, ha. What's up? What's up, guys? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, I guess for both of us, word of the day. Actually, we have a today is the first day we have a uh, studio audience. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we actually have an studio yes, audience. Uh, give us a random word. Yes, a random word, just one syllable word. I mean, you, we probably, you probably not gonna pick it up um, as the listener at the moment, but yeah, just give us a random word. Can. The word is can. <laughs> let's go. Word of the day, boy. Let's go. Nah, fam. Yeah. We talk, we we did this. We did. We did. The, we we said this. Was it episode two when we said that you're not gonna have a beat? It just sounds weird. Nah, it's fam. It is. Oh. It's so funny how one man can determine the span of the African man. Damn, they came in and stole our clan, and then they put a ban on everything that we praise. And they said, Oh, won't you gaze at the Lord? He is yours, but he does not look like you, and I guess it is true. Can. Man, damn, like Van Damme, they hit a roundhouse kick and in your loudmouth bitch and they were like, no, you cannot praise him, he cannot claim him, you cannot claim the bones, you cannot claim your own, you have to use the tone of praise and worship, is it? <laughs> damn, I guess it hurts, but... <laughs> yeah. Yes, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that is from the Stan Sportscast. Welcome, guys. Um, that was a fucking good word of the day, but that was a, that was that was that was a good intro. That was a good intro. That was a good intro. So um, we're here. We here to chat sports. Uh, where are we gonna start? Start off with actually start with football, man. Okay. I mean, I personally, they wouldn't mind like. Not having too much football because of last week's episode. Yeah, that's all. Okay, no, no problem. So, um, how's the FPL looking? I don't know. I can actually set one up. You trash. Nah. I'm thinking of actually Musses um, cancelling the whole shit because the first two weeks have been dog <laughs> shit. <laughs> They've been dog but shit um, to say the least. Did you, pick, like, did you pick City players? Nah, I've only got one City player actually. Would that be Sterling? It has to. Be, it has to be Sterling. Smart yeah, yeah, it is. Um, like fuck, it's not looking good. Moise Keane is is doing jack shit for me. Why did you pick Moise Keane? Because he was affordable, or because you don't want to be racist? 
both <laughs> <laughs> no i'm joking because it was affordable man i mean thing is i thought um moise kino is actually gonna get into the side but i also was stupid no 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 he's coming off the bench like i was also not smart about it because i mean he's new he hasn't had much of a preseason coming into a new team and all of that shit um so it's not really logical for him for me to actually have him um other people who haven't been on bits is i don't know if i think i'm gonna have to sell robertson in this week because liverpool have lost allison due to injury so they're okay. definitely gonna be Arjun, I think Arjun was also injured. I don't know if he played um, yesterday. Um, oh, he said he got injured over celebrating. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't over celebrating. Some some clubber came. <laughs> was this while they were celebrating? Some fan came into. Uh, was this? Oh no! So he did start. He did start. Um, some fan came like ran onto the pitch and then slid into him basically. So it was over celebrating. Yeah, it was over celebrating, but he wasn't the one. What I'm getting at is that Lee Grant would do none of that. Pretty much, but it's not Lee Grant; it's Romero, though. True. Because Arjun is the second choice yeah, keeper. Like that nigga, nigga said he was training with like for uh, what he was a free, he was a free agent. Yeah, he was a free agent. He went to the Super Cup, like so he was over celebrating. It was his first piece of like celebration. Pretty much, because he was at West Ham before this. So, like, bro, I don't understand. You just won the Champions League. You have your pick of the letter when it comes to most players. But what, what's it, but what second choice keeper could have been gone for? Like someone who's going to come to the club, not necessarily I want someone first. Someone better than Adria. Who then? I don't know who, but I'm saying like it's better than the guy. With no, but like I mean, the thing is, the thing is, and I, I get what you mean. And I'm sure there's there's some keepers who are playing first team football who would Where? Take, who would take a Liverpool bench. I don't think I don't think yeah. Telling me you can't find where where's where's West Ham table? Yes. So he is a, he was second place or third choice. I think he was second place. So you're telling me depending you can't find on I don't know better than a mid table side second choice keeper that they've decided to let go I'm sure you can go to like the championship and find someone who's willing to fight it out with Addison I don't know if just I'm, even if okay yeah, probably probably in the championship like, even if it's just the thing is, a free ride okay if it's the championship then is it the same quality as Adrian because Adrian has Premier League experience and all of that shit so technically he could be he could be a better keeper than a championship keeper I guess not okay. so you have to look outside the country okay, you, you have to look outside England you have to so it, it would be what the Ospina thing the Ospina, yeah, Czech was there first at Arsenal. Yes, and then Ospina came in after. No, but Ospina was there before Czech. Was he there before Czech? Yes, he was. I cool. It's the um, Willy Caballero thing at Chelsea. Yeah. How Willy Caballero was third choice at City behind Edison and Bravo, and he was second choice to Joe Hart when Joe Hart was there. Yeah. Um, and then he became Chelsea's second choice. It's the same thing, basically. Because the thing is, you never expect your keeper to have a long-term injury in yeah. general. Like, I mean, your keeper is probably the one position that you can solidify and have, like, no, you don't have to have a 
like a high yeah proper proper backup you just need someone who's going to be there when needed and yeah. during the cup games just to like I mean be good enough and even then that's to partly appease them and to rest your first choice. pretty much pretty but much like you put a sleep the thing is I think the reason yeah you, mm. you rest your, your first yeah exactly I think the reason why you probably have the conception of he's he's too weak is because United have such a strong backup or United have such strong backup options yeah. and they keep us in Romero um, Which has and Lee Grant hasn't always been the case I guess I'm not saying Thomas Kruschek it kind of it kind of has been though I mean Thomas Kruschek and Linda, okay, Linda was cool. Linda was cool. Yes. The hair was actually the guy who, there at some point, he was shit. He was, yeah, he was thinking. He, he got ousted by Linda Yes, yes, yes. In his first season, it was in his first season. Yeah. So, but, but what I'm saying is, is that if you factor out the fact that um, Adrian has Premier League experience, he, he, he's, he's a I guess he can be a he's a season, season yeah he's a figure in the season campaign and yeah. all that so if you um, factor that out I'm sure you can find like a championship keeper who the same quality team I don't think he's playing first team in championship I don't think so I think I think I doubt they could have gotten okay, a better option let's say you're playing at what's a mid-table championship team Ipswich you're playing at Ipswich right? Doing well at Ipswich. Yeah, exactly. Would you take a Liverpool bench playing on cup games? Yeah, but like I mean, okay, Ipswich. Thing is, you don't look at mid-table. With, I, don't, I personally, this I wouldn't is a say hypothetical that is never going to happen in the history of life. But. Yeah, but thing is, I don't think you look at mid-table for what's this? Because you can. Be I don't think you. I don't think you look at mid-table championship keeper for a good a good enough keeper to be your second choice. I think you look at um, maybe mid-table. No, no, uh, top. Mid table top, yeah, mid table Premier League or top, top championship. Like I think the likes of, I think Burnley has a lot of keepers that they probably don't necessarily need, and they could like Liverpool could have gone there because they've got Nick Pope and Joe Hart. Where's Tom Heaton? He moved somewhere at the beginning of the season. Where did he move? Because I know, I think yeah, I did move. Move somewhere. I mean, that would have been a good option. I think that would have been a good option. Let me just check uh, out what you... Actually, I'm tired of me speaking down on our academy. We produce such good keepers. We actually it's have... location. Oh, yeah. Heaton's moved to Villa. So, I think he's uh, Villa's first choice keeper. At the moment, let me just confirm that. Yeah, I think he's Villa's best keeper. Um, so, I mean, Nick Pope is, is an England international. Yeah. So, I mean, why not take him? Because he's second choice at Burnley. Behind Joe Hart, I think. Yeah, I mean, going to from second choice of Burnley of Burnley to um, second choice thing. I mean, but they could have gone for Tom Heaton straight up. Who did you name uh, before I was talking about Tom Heaton? Ben Foster. Where is he? Do you have an idea? Mm, I think. Nah, I don't think it's Stoke. Wait, where is he? He's at Watford. Watford. Oh yeah, but he's been he's Watford. been at Watford. He's I think he's Watford's first choice for some time now. Um, because they've got um, Ben Foster, they've got Gomez, and then some other people that don't really matter. Wait, Gomez? Yeah, Gomez. Don't you know Gomez? The guy who wears um versus the gum guard. I want to see if, if that's the same nigga. Which nigga? What do you mean same nigga? Show me him. 
That's cool, man. Yo, this nigga has. <laughs> <laughs> the nigga that used to be a chaplain. You know when they talk about niggas that get recited. You know when they talk about niggas that find a way to stay in the league, bro. He's been in the league. Because <laughs> he's been in the league since 208, 209 with Tottenham. Oh. Yeah. Yo, niggas find a way to stay in the league. It was like Gomez. Um, I'm sure. Goalkeeper, like those kind of keepers who are the table keepers, mm. they find a way to stay in the league because the, the, the size that come in from the championship, like, okay, this is get you. Pretty and much. Like, those niggas get relegated. When someone new comes in, okay, they just get you. Uh, big <laughs> what I was getting at was that. But I mean, it's, it's you'd rather get someone who's a seasoned campaigner who can actually do the job in the Premier League if need be. And I think. I think Adrian Ken is capable of doing it, but I don't think he's like he's he's gonna get you those clean sheets. I think I think Liverpool without Allison are gonna struggle with clean sheets and probably concede goals here and there. But um, on the day, I think they will still win games because of their fire attack. Pretty much, no just one. just him, just honorary 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 mention, um, Bobby Familia and his teeth. Shut up. <laughs> 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 nah, I mean, it might be, it might be if sorry, but the jury is still out because I have a slight crush on on Carol. Uh, Carol from Supersport. Yeah. Oh, Carol Shabalan. Yeah. Yes. And apparently, Sadio Mane has been shooting his shot. Is it? Yeah, yeah, my right. nigga, my nigga. <laughs> so I was like, hey, dog, this is why I needed to be a professional footballer. Mm. So that I could live out my dream. Do you know um, what's this? Michali Ndamase also uh, tweeted sometime this week. I forgot when. She was like, actually, I dropped the ball. Or something like, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, she was yeah. like, I dropped the ball. Um, a, Liverpool, a Liverpool player was actually in my DMs and I batted him. And now I actually want to go back. Yeah, like, like, I wouldn't mind I, going back. I passed him because I was in love. Yeah, now I wouldn't mind going back. And then someone was like, yo, actually, just go back. And he was like, nah, I'm blocked, bitch. <laughs> she said, so then the, the, she's blocked. <laughs> I actually checked the, I actually checked the comments. It was just, the replies. Someone was like, why don't why you just go back? But I mean, yeah, I was trolling I was So, and then she was like, nah, I'm blocked. <laughs> Doors closed. Hold on, can I One. Well, apparently it's a nigga whose name starts with a Y. Two. Uh, uh, let me let me let me let me check up what the thing is. We don't know if that's a, okay. We we'll have to use uh, three parameters or whatever. Mm. One, the age when Michelle was approachable by Cronus Start at that year, right? What year is that? How old is she? Look approachable. She's twenty. I know niggas would approach sixteen. I think she's like twenty. But is this back in the day or now? Because I'm thinking it's something that's within the past year she or something. Starts with a Y. In the current squad, there's no one who starts with the Y. So uh, that's why I'm thinking either she doesn't know, she doesn't quite know who Liverpool are. No, I think she does. Or she was lying with the name starts with the Y. Okay. Did she actually Pull say it's Liverpool a Liverpool team? I want to see who looks more likely to holler at Michelle. Okay, wait, let me just pull it up here Pull first. Um, Start the goalkeepers. Yeah, goalkeepers. Now, goalkeepers, none of them. Yeah, none of these. None of these niggas. <laughs> Um, defenders. <laughs> so that African ass boy, nothing. You know, Clyde, yeah, I'll, I'll put him in. Virgil. Nah, you saying he wouldn't? Nah, I ass? think he's too. I think he's he's too. How old is he? You know, as a person, he's twenty-three. Nah, it's not twenty-three. Where's number twenty-three? Oh, fuck. He's twenty-eight. So, 
thing is I'm looking at like thing is I'm thinking at someone around Are you capital like 26 no no capital 26 27 okay okay yeah but isn't client like married or dating someone or some shit like that so Hey, nah, facts. Pull him facts. Defenders, pull him I don't see any other defender, boy. I'm thinking Gomez, dog. The first time I thought about it, the first time I thought about it, the first person that came to mind. Thing is, I thought about it, okay, I was like, Let wait, hey, okay, just you grab the phone. Um, the first when I first like saw that, I thought, okay, wait, age group that would probably hit her up is one about like Cap to Cap 27. <laughs> I was like cap 27 ne cap at 27 ne um and then I was like okay wait let's look at who's below 27 and then I thought actually fuck 27 and they most likely to be black I don't I don't trust any of those white niggas that you know and Liverpool to be heading with Ali up and I was like Joe Gomez you're a fucking hoe if I ever meet Michelle in life and we marry you actually and then you speak about like, Uh, James Lawler. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, dog. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> you really trash. You really yeah, trash. I'm just picturing like how would James Lawler enter the DM? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you eating this fine morning? <laughs> Monday, isn't it? <laughs> How's the weather outside? It's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I actually consider as well? <laughs> you know what I actually consider as well? Um Ox. Yeah, Ox. Ox, Ox would be, I, I think Ox would be there. Um I don't think Sadio would be there. Sadio looks like Sadio looks like he has he he has a wife or a hand that's locked down True. and he doesn't cheat because he's from Africa. True. Pretty much. Um Brewster? Nah, he's 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 too he's too much of a young dog. He's a 2000. So, I think he's got that young He's 19 Nah, fam, nah, like, no, fam. Like all these No, but like I mean niggas, 2000 niggas have a voice When it comes to like Arrogance and confidence Nah, fam, I don't think I don't think he's he's there Because the thing is I want to check He doesn't have her age on Instagram Yeah, but like I mean you, I So you're think. saying to me that Ryan Brewster and Mason Greenwood Don't holler at random Instagram ones They probably do But like I mean not Dog, you also see, you also see your, you also see your market. I don't think, like, no, I'm not saying, no, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that Michelle is not the market, but like, I mean, nah, fam. My market, like, dog, my market, and I'm like, yo, this hat is not even verified. What is she doing? Yeah, she's verified. Like, I'm like, okay, she's verified. She's from SA. She's probably impressed by a flight. Like, nah, fam. Um, you probably just have to say, I'll fly you to London. Pretty much. Pretty much. That I'm, we're not saying that's that's Michelle's Yeah, exactly. But if it is, I'll say well. <laughs> Wait, you gonna go to London? I'll fly her to London. I'll stay here because I'm. Wow. Where's she from? Wait, shit! I got a nigga who's talking to the air. I know. I've got a joke. Where's she from? She's from. What do you mean? Like, where's she based or where's she from? From. From. I think she's from Eastern Cape somewhere. Yeah, so I'll fly to London. Which London? East London. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say. Um, I just busted a nigga whose whose name starts with a Y. Who that? Um, some nigga. Who, no man, some nigga who doesn't even have like. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Lo Lo Rochi or something. He's Algerian. Nah, 
hey, check that nigga out, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to wait. Let me just give me some time. Because here's the thing: he doesn't have a Wikipedia page, which is fucking shit. My thing is, the superstars are less likely to hit up. Uh, I think, like, if you're a superstar at Liverpool, you're, ah, you're he's too young, boy. He, he plays for under nine, under 18s. Nah, it's not him. The 201. Nah, fam, I don't back him. I'm not backing him, bro. Yo, <laughs> let's okay, we move on for this uh, Mishani thing because I want to check out something. What I was saying about FPL was that I think I'm just too busy. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Because I don't have, like, to be good at FPL. You have to be there, like, week in, week out. Yeah, you have to watch the Premier League. Um, no. Yeah, what's happening? Yeah, um, I actually wanted to talk about something that is interesting, and it is regarding VAR. <laughs> I mean, let's just say it like off the bat, we love it. Um, it's fucking brilliant. Um, I wish Tottenham and City could play every week, and ninety minutes VAR comes in every week. Basically, can I just say like This nigga has. Um Baking face every time. He <laughs> <laughs> scored a goal and he looked like oh, I was complaining to the refs. Yeah, he complained. You know how he fucking complained. Striker would complain. This nigga wasn't complaining. He was crying. He did cry. Even when he was mad, he looks like he's crying. So I don't. He might. But this is not the first time he's got fucked over by VAR because he got fucked over so during. Pretty much, he got he got fucked over during what's his, he got a red card in the Copa America, yeah. Copa America, and he's actually I think I think he's got a ban in international right in international football because on his way out he like pushed that thing the the, the, the thing with the screen the VR thing like he pushed it and someone grabbed it before it actually fell yeah so he really doesn't fuck with VR no man you know what it is about VR well not VR because I think VR. PSA? PSA? What I think? I think VR, VR. VR is perfect, right? Mm. In terms of VR only enforces the rules that are in the rule. And it makes sure that they that accurate. Rules are yes. I think it's misdirected anger in terms of, let's say, uh, for example, offside, yeah? Offside is a rule that was initiated for the flow of the game and to stop people from going. Yes. Yeah? Cool. But, so if it's like, if I'm here and you are, let's say, a meter offside. Yes. Cool. You yeah, go hanging. Sure, you go hanging. I'm offside. But if now we have to draw a five millimeter line, uh, straight line to figure out that my hair or armpit in Sterling's case last week Sterling's case yeah perfect case last week it's like bro that does nothing for the flow of the game he wasn't goal hanging true so and there's, okay. there's no, like there's no advantage that I gain by being five millimeters uh, ahead of you when a ball is coming there's none I hear you okay I hear you yeah. thing is for me like I look at I look at the the cry out from people in terms of VAR. Okay, like, let's, let's dissect this one. Okay, yeah, let's dissect it. I think, I think, I think, I think with the offside one, like it's it's very, I think it's very, like Do you have any it's issues? very shady. It's a very I think it's offside are a very gray area because of the whole like the rule the, the rule itself and the whole movement of things and the whole thing with VAR. Because from the chat that I've been picking up, it's that 
like or people who are complaining against the offside rule and the VR shit is that like people can move faster than what the camera can actually pick up and shit like that, you know? Or like for instance the camera is like five I don't know five some five pixels per second. I don't even know if that's the right fucking configuration or shit or measurement. Five yes, five frames per second or some shit like that. And the person's moving at a pace which is like a bit faster than that. In Sterling case, I, I, I saw a tweet of, or um, a picture of a tweet that dissected the whole shit. And apparently he was moving at a pace which is faster than that. And what was also like fucked up is that Sterling was moving the one way and, he, and the other guy, like the defender or the final defender was moving the opposite direction. So with that and the frames per second or all of that, all of that shit, it's really, it's really hard to call against it or to call it as offside or shit like that. But then the direction is irrelevant because that could just be bad defending. Like if let's say this nigga, let's say he was on side, yeah, mm. and they were going the same directions, that's just bad defending. No, no, no but that like, was opposite directions. No, as in yeah. Oh, okay, yes, 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 yes. Like if I time my run to perfection and you start moving in the opposite direction, yeah, towards the opposite direction yeah. and I move, that's just bad defending from you. Not necessarily. Because you could, you should have just read where I was going. Not necessarily. But no, no, but the thing is, no. As in no but but me playing, but me playing in the opposite direction, I'm trying to trap you offside. That's the thing. Yeah, and you didn't, you, you didn't. So let's say still in the opposite mm. then that's you still, that still would have been unfair because camera is still capturing him at let's say five frames per second and he's moving faster than that so he could have possibly been offside it's just that the camera when the camera captured he was onside and then because mm. we were saying the next frame yeah, yeah the, the next, next frame, frame he's off so it just happens to be that the frame that was captured at this exact time he looks yeah. onside i think for me like so, um but ultimately when you go down to those minute details mm-hmm. do you think it gives him an extra advantage I don't think it does. I don't, I don't think it does. Think I think it does. Boy? I don't think he definitely isn't. So, but I think what the thing is, I don't think they. For the I think they are really thinking about it too much, and I think more decisions should be put upon, um, or like. The, the the referees and the linesmen themselves like how it's done in cricket like i mean there's the whole there's the whole in cricket with the drs system you still found, I think. um with the drs system there is a lot of um leeway that is like within the whole shit you know um and there is like this emphasis on what take it off no, it's just facing it's just facing me at an angle Oh, fucking um sorry <laughs> what was i saying oh there's more emphasis on um the the actual empire making the decision so for instance if the decision if the empire says but like i mean i don't know if it's really practical in, in football you know because there's not like there aren't many stoppages and if you do put this as a rule it's gonna slow down the game of football but in cricket let's say someone is trapped lbw right and the umpire thinks it's out right um and the batsman is like nah it could be it could pitch outside or it could go over the wickets reviews goes to ball tracker ball tracker clips the bales and clipping the bales or like whatever is umpire's court so you stick to that court and let's say if that was not out 
but and it's still it's the same thing it clips the bales and the fielding team went for a review that person is not going to be out because that umpire's call the original decision was not out so you stick to that decision so in football how it could be implemented is that if i mean you you let go of something like that but um if there's a vr var check there is a on-field decision type of vibe like before it's checked so that uh, some form of um some form of leeway is given to the discretion or to the, the opinion of the on-field referee and then whether that is offside or not then you go for it so for instance in the sterling case if that went to VAR or before it goes before the vision is actually reviewed or shown to um what's this all the decision is is given out to the referee you the referee says or the linesman says or the, like the referee and the linesman have a consultation session and they go like okay yeah, i think it popped i think it's not offside and then if, if it's not offside and it's like marginally offside then you probably stick to the referee's court which is not offside goal stands and if they think that it's probably offside and it's marginal and it's not offside or it is offside then you stick with that decision yeah, and I think that's like if we're gonna introduce stoppages in our game, then let's go the whole way, dog. Like, well, ultimately, what I, what I'm getting at is just man, I think we just need to look at the essence of the rules. Like, mm. maybe FIFA's into deep with this shit because now if we if we're looking at millimeters of but I think it's also gonna take time, like, for people to get used to VAR in general, because even in rugby, like, the whole stoppages thing when it was introduced of checking tries or checking foul play and stuff like that like it wasn't as smooth as it is now even drs and cricket wasn't as smooth as it is now and it's been improved because like drs in terms of even empire's call two years ago was different to what empire's call is now because like they've tweaked the rules to make sure that i mean there's more um emphasis on the decision that is made by the empire on the field and i mean could be either or and shit like that. Real football fans this and nothing they really are nothing does make it so this may look like a genuine outcry at the rule but it's just because so ultimately I think FIFA should just just toughen up and you know Stick it out. Stick it out. I think they I think they should stick it out. EFL should stick it out as well. All VR is right is the perfect referee. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty all it much. is. So if you trained a referee to be perfect in life, no one would have a problem with that. Exactly. Because you'd be making the right And um, I think I also like the fact that they don't like with penalty calls and shit like that, they or red card calls, it's an obvious mistake. Of the referee's original call, and not necessarily what the um, what the thing says, or what the perfect referee thinks should happen. So, if I foul you in the box, and I the referee doesn't call it, but it is an actual foul, that's an actual mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that's a good thing. I think what would also be nice is to know what the decision is based on. Like, I mean. I don't know if you can. Okay, first of all, I got, I got two issues. Um, one is to make the visuals um, appear of what the of what we see on our TV screens on the actual field, because I think that's something that doesn't happen. In the, I mean, I think stadiums in, in sta- stadiums at in the EP 
aren't it? Oh fuck you, right? But others, other like stadiums that yeah, do, that do that stadiums that do that should they should have they should have the visuals of it. Um, secondly, I don't think it. Nah, Claude, Claude, um, on AFL AFTV was complaining about it. Oh, okay, so that that has to because the guys inside don't know don't know what's happening or they don't see what the decision is based on in their anger just festers exactly just just, like yeah and then secondly i I don't know like make the like i don't know if you can um switch on the mic for i don't know for whole stadium to hear or the people who okay i think my stadium is probably a bit too much but for the viewers to hear or the commentators to know or to hear what the the two referees are saying to each other to know what the decision is based on and then ana- and then ana- like analysis people to know what the decision is based on because they're gonna analyze the decision of the ref like i mean now they're not ana- analyzing the decision of the ref with what without knowing the thought process and what is actually being said between the so two of them the, the guys inside the, the studio yes for instance i thought there was communication between them. like for the ref to i don't think there is like for something to go to be oh could you remember what the united no with the mahanava fan um, when we were playing Egypt, yes, and we scored a goal off the corner because um, Zoom <clears throat> he headed the ball, and then I think it was a, they called it offside, but it actually came off the Egyptian player's uh, back. <clears throat> so the referee initially said it was offside, and then the guy the people in the studio said no. No, but I'm talking. I'm not talking. So but, but in studio, I'm talking about in studio analysis. I'm talking about analysis, like your yeah, the broadcasters. So like your Paul's, your your Mersons and stuff. Like no, I mean like I don't know. Like the thing is, no. Nah, I, nah, but like I mean, if if I hear it as someone who's watching on TV, then the people in the studio, in terms of the analysis, like analysis, like an analyst and analysts um here as well. Because like I mean like your Ian Wright's so, your yeah, yeah, yeah. your yeah, your Jose's and all of that shit. But like I mean I think if there's like if there's a handball and the ref doesn't give it and uh, goes to the I mean, you can decipher why, but you can decide. Yeah, sure, you can decipher why. But like, it'll also be. I think it'll be nice for decisions. Yeah, like for post-match analysis, of course. But like, I mean, decisions that don't go. Yes, for decisions that probably don't necessarily go the way of or aren't like approved of through VAR. You'd like to know the basis of why it wasn't approved or something like that. Like, I mean, the the, the, the City goal was definitely handball and it was according to the book, handball, right? Um, but like, I mean, let's say if that wasn't given, what is the- Yes, after VAR, what is the basis of them not giving it? Or the or the Sterling goal, why did they feel like did they what was said between them that said actually no way this is actually offside because it's on but it's offside. You know? Like, how is it gonna be post match though? Nah, I think that's gonna be putting too much um I think that's putting too much light. I think that's too too much limelight on the referee, though. Um, So how would you? Okay, that would mean you're at the you're at the TV screen. Right after you make a decision, you clarify. 
that what you're saying? No, I'm just saying, you see the conversation between the VAR referee and the on-field referee? Yeah. Broadcast that. So let us hear on the TV what they're actually saying between the two of them. That's all I'm saying. That took longer than it really should have. <laughs> It's an interesting topic to discuss. Yeah. Um, big matches only. Let's move to other sports. So, big matches only. I'm not discussing who you are. Osmo won. Um, 2 1. Nicholas Pepe. His ankle. I think he broke Sam's ankle. I don't think his ankle was even broken. Danny Sebelos was on bits. Can we discuss how every midfielder plays like a normal person gets compared to Pogba. Pretty much. Literally. Because Pogba is, is the benchmark. And I mean, I'm fine with that. No haters. <laughs> He's the perfect benchmark. <laughs> um, so, no, no, we can't really discuss that. Just yeah. Just say that, you know, everyone is a great job. Pretty much. Everyone Yo. inherently knows Exactly, your your boy Sean Knox have got an assist. Um, Liverpool one two one, of course. Um, what else? Spurs drew two two. <laughs> VAR. If you don't know by now, shout out big shout out. I watched the game. I watched most of the game actually. Um, I think, I think City. I don't know. I think Tottenham did very well because like the, the first equalizer the first equalizer Edison was fucking shit eh? he was like his goal like his um positioning was dog shit to say the least I mean fuck um which is a very good goal from Eric Lamera mm, I mean De Gea is the best keeper in the, in the league I mean facts no premise um what else it was a good game man I think City City was Pink City, Tottenham was um, trying to close City out and then be on the break. I think Tottenham did very well um, in the second half when they had legs in the midfield and um, in their attacking because they brought on, they took off Harry Winks and they brought on Lucas Moura and he did very well. Um, even getting a goal within, like I think, 17 se- or 15 seconds or something like that of getting on. Mm, mm. Even as he's a very good starting player as well, yeah. I think. So, but then, in terms of okay, for each team, for City and Sterling, obviously, uh, who are, like, who's looking at like the people that are going to shine this season for, for, for City and Tottenham? Uh, City, I would say Sterling, De Bruyne, um, Aguero, Jesus. I think Rodri is gonna be is gonna have a good season as well, but I don't think he's gonna shine as a star. I think it's one of those ones that, like, if game and came out, they will craft and they will get out a good performance. And purists will like sing, appreciate and sing their praises. Uh, for Tottenham, I think Dombele looked good. Um, Kane, um, Son, and Lucas Moura. Um, Peanut Head wasn't playing. I think he's injured. And I don't know about Ericsson, so I can't really name him. So, okay. You just, you just like, brought up an interesting conversation. Do you think that attackers have a bias when it comes to... Yes. 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 Do you think there's any way to redress that? Or is that just how the game 
I think that's just how the game is and that's just how fans are. You'd rather see goals and finishing and beautiful football on the one end than to see beautiful defending. I think that's just how we raise and how we are yeah. programmed to be. Yeah. Because like so I don't know. Because like I mean you when you talk about PFA, when you talk about PFA Player of the Year last year, of course you include Van Dyke because of the impact that he's had. But that's on the impact and not on on how well he how well has he's defended and how well how well he's played. I mean, yeah, you put it, you 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 put those things up because you want to back up your argument. But in actual fact, it's more of the impact that he had in in all sense. Those are things that you have to add to a defensive game. Mm, because like I mean, you look at Harry Maguire as well. Harry Maguire's numbers from last season aren't too far off from um Moses from Van Dijk's one. Some some of them are actually even better. Yeah. Like. Dead ass, but you don't speak about Harry Maguire as much as Van Dyke because Van Dyke is has impact and Van Dyke has what's this is playing for silky hair, um is playing for top two to yeah. Liverpool and all of that so shit. You didn't add it to the mirror, whereas um Orioles was a shot from this mm. the season that they wanted mm. and he was the type and he was a shout because because yeah, for well, footballing reasons off, of course there, but I mean purely because Leicester won the league. Yeah, so if you're a defensive player, you have to supplement. Because even think about that that season when um, Moses Leicester won the league. If like, I mean Morris was on bits, Morris was on bits, um, Vardy was on bits, but Conte was on fire. West Morgan was on fire. Casper Schmeichel was on fire. Fire, fire, fam, like fire. Scores, goals, assists. Conte's game helps him because he's active. Exactly. He's in your face. Yes. To to appreciate him and to like him. And he's he's just a likable. Like, he's just a likable cute like man. Him. I mean, he's just like, <laughs> fuck. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like, fuck, man. As a, as a defensive player, you always, even as a midfielder, sometimes look at um, the midfielders that everyone kind of rates who are sexist. Mm. Not even cats. They have Pogba had to have to have an output other than the field mentioned. Exactly. Pogba, Pogba has to score goals and assists and assists to be appreciated as a good midfielder. If you gave the metrics for a six, he's fucking on birds. Yeah, so let's say um fucking Conte. Let's say who's also quiet, Carrick. Let's put that in. Mm. Let's say Carrick was playing some of let's say if you can play two hundred percent, yeah. Carrick was playing at a 90% and Ronaldo was playing at a 70%. Yeah? Yes. And Ronaldo's 70% scores goals and gets assists. Yes. Ronaldo missed the ball goal. Yes. Because of the goals and the assists. Do you think, I asked you this earlier, do you think there's a way we can address that? And to, do you think the people that are discussing these things should be mature enough in their footballing knowledge to watch for things like that? And not get jaded, sucked in, sucked into, in the, yeah. sucked into the hype and get jaded by. I think yeah, I think it should. Yes, 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 I think it should. Um, because you know what it is. I would, I would like it to go, but I don't think it. I don't think it's. It's. I don't think it's realistic. Nor do I see football heading in that direction per se. Maybe even commercial. Maybe for commercial reasons too. Exactly. Like for FIFA, football is more is more marketable. Yes, on the on the cover. Even now, like Hazard is on the cover. 
because he's a big move to Real Madrid and all of that. But like, imagine having. He's not, he didn't play a bit. Didn't, like, I mean, he was on bits last season, but like, not bits of bits. Yeah. Like, imagine if. If Fernandinho was on the cover, people would have. Fernandinho had a, had, a, had a fire season, but it's not really marketable you know you, you look at that cover you're like ah, stop, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah exactly they want to be Ronaldo they want to be Hazard yeah, like, uh, <laughs> English, England is struggling to find because uh, girls aren't attracted to uh, <laughs> and, uh, high pass rate, high pass rates they want to see poses <laughs> facts boy facts you can like English Really not up there. Cody B doesn't have the best rap. I'm gonna put logic in sooner. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Use another example. <laughs> fuck you, dog. Logic, logic is a goat. Um, I think let's move on from football. Um, what else? What is that? Oh yeah, we do. I mean, we don't. Nah, I mean, we don't have to talk about it. We'll speak, we'll speak about it next week or something again. Um, who do you want to move on? Do you want to go rugby or cricket? Or do you want to chat about rugby? <laughs> nah, man, we'll do a walk up preview no, closer to the time. Uh, if there's a sports World Cup, yeah? In which, when during the year do you think World Cup should be? During the year? When? In, in which, like, which month? Period. Would you expect What's it to the, be? Would you expect a, a normal World Cup to be? Our audience member said he expects something like Germany. Can I just put up that our audience member is a normal person? He's not a normal person, he's the person who's used to soccer. So normal? No, <laughs> fuck that shit, dog. No, fuck that no, shit. No, just because no, the World Cup is in September, no, just because in the World Cup is in September, October, isn't, it's not a weird World Cup. Period. It isn't. It's it's the thing is it's perfect because it's the end of it's coming towards the end of the season. As a whole, like as a, as a whole, sport is. Like, thing is the sport is a winter sport, right? So um, technically the sport is supposed to start in like April and end September. So having a World Cup, what? No, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, Northern Him. I mean, I'm talking about Southern Hemisphere at the moment. No, Northern Hemisphere is is, is the ex, is the ex, is exact opposite. It's exactly. World Cup's called the Winter Hemisphere, and I'm assuming this is based on an Englishman. Yes, it's based on an Englishman so, who picked up the ball and ran, apparently. Fuck <laughs> 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 it. No, the thing is, I wanted to talk about say, something else, but okay. Sport for us. Yes, it's a winter sport for everyone. Well, not starting with, 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 with April. Yes. In, in in south in, in in the southern hemisphere, it's it's April to September. Wait, wait. Thing is, thing is, you didn't let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me cook. Let me cook. <laughs> in the southern hemisphere, the period is um, April to September. You even look at club. Or, let me finish. Let me cook. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Wrap it all up. Sure. Um, you even look at school systems. You even look at provincial systems. Um, 
in the southern hemisphere and all of that even club systems that's the period from april to september round about there yeah that's rugby season the normal in normal northern hemisphere that's the opposite october to march right um so but like i mean because rugby and like the sport is so great in itself we are given more we are given more of it than we actually should be right so i mean for instance the southern hemisphere rugby season kind of starts in february and ends in november but in this okay it actually technically ends in like october september around about there same time but i mean they travel to again i'm complicating it and in um northern hemisphere it starts around about august september and ends in around about april may so it's the same period type of vibes but like i mean of course northern and southern so the world cup is towards the start of the northern hemisphere season and the end of the southern hemisphere season which is perfect because it's not slap bang in the middle of someone else's season whereby preparations and stuff like that is 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 is, is fucked up yo no i'm, I'm not saying It's not stupid. I you, you just you just you just wanted to align with soccer thing, which is fucking stupid. With the soccer calendar, which is fucked up. Um, I wanted to reflect on the rugby championship and the past weekend's tests. I mean, you probably know Jack about what has happened. Oh yeah, we won the champion. Oh, we spoke about this last week. Um, so this week there've been some friendlies. Like after the championship. Yeah, yeah. I mean, preparing for the World Cup. It's warm up friendlies, basically. Um, yeah. Okay, we had three. Okay, there was. Okay, so this year because yeah, it was one round, so there are three games in the championship, in the rugby championship. Yes, yes. It niggas, and you need that match um, sharpness and match preparation for the World Cup because the World Cup is seven games. If you do two. If you go to the, oh, um, when, when do the guys go to camp? I mean, kind camps have kind of started and shit like that. Because like I mean, you have your extended squad camps and shit like that. Um, South Africa is due to announce their squad that's going to the World Cup on the twenty seventh of August, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, next week. Yes. Yeah. So, and I think the first game is on. Okay, the first game of the World Cup is on the 2nd of... What is it? Did I say 2nd? No, it's on the 7th of September. And South Africa played their first game on... Wait, what the fuck? Wait, I need to find these World Cup fixtures properly before I, I speak my news. Oh, sorry. Um, shit. The first game of the World Cup is on the 20th of September. Yes, it's on the 20th of September. South Africa played their first game on the 21st of September against New Zealand. This World Cup is in Japan. In terms of the camp, yeah. I don't know. I know how in England, like cities are based in a, like was well, teams are based in certain cities and stuff like that. I don't know because I think the thing is with uh, I mean uh, I don't know if I'm. I think that also gives something unfair. How? 
that that just comes with sport, like you can't make everything an even playing field. Like 2010 World Cup, you know, something like that. The England squad, I remember because I kind of shared it here. Wasn't it based in Rustenburg? Yeah, they were based in Rustenburg. What's wrong with that? For me, I'm going to be playing. I have to go to Rustenburg. <laughs> I have to go to Rustenburg. Who do I know in Rustenburg? <laughs> to stay over so I can go see Way Rooney. <laughs> Bro, what's the thing, eh? So, what hurt me wasn't the fact that I wasn't going to see Way Rooney initially. Because I was like, oh, cool, guys. I'm not going to go over there. But then, on the news, there was the England squad visited a primary school and they were playing there. And I was like, wow, why do these? That's what fucked me up. Which primary school did they visit? Where was it? In Rustenburg? Oh, I see, I see, I see. So, what pissed me off was that if I'm not going to get the chance, no one should get should the chance. You should be going to get the chance. You fucked up, fam. No, but like, let's say if you're based in Rustenburg, yeah, mm. and you are a team from Russia, mm-hmm. you struggle. Why? But that's, that's probably something you want to get used to. But like let's say you are from because of the conditions in South Africa in general. You don't play in the city you're based in, but the conditions are more similar. Some people might have okay, more similar conditions. Mm. Some people might have easier I think okay. I think I think I think if you play if you're based on a coastal city. And you have to play. No, listen. I think if you if you're based in a coastal city, and you have to play more inland, then you are slight disadvantage because your training is at a lower altitude. The air is thinner. It's thinner, and it's more. Where is it more? Is it? Yeah, it's more humid. It depends on the coastal city, but yeah, to, to be Durban. Yeah, I'm thinking Cape Town, Durban, PE, whatever. No, but I'm, t- I'm not thinking the f- no, I don't say the first city that comes to mind But no, actually, actually, actually Actually, no, no, no Okay, yeah Yes, my, my first time My first city was Cape Town It wasn't Durban Why is that the first city that comes to mind? Why should it be Durban? Because Durban is the most important beach in Israel And ports and stuff Nah, fuck that shit um, It just isn't, fam So, like, I mean When you go inland And you play in, like, Bloemfontein Or play in Joburg Or play in Pretoria You've got a you had a disadvantage than the team that is based there because they train at a higher altitude and shit like that. Mm, I mean, yeah, there's that. We're supposed to be talking about rugby. Yeah, I just want yeah, sports in general. Um, I suppose I can't. Yeah, don't. Um, so there was a weekend. There was there was what's this? Going back to rugby, there was rugby fixtures over the weekend. Um, I mean, are they really important? Has the side seen any major changes? Which side? It was, it was, it was, it was a good test for the fringe players to, like, for the players who need to solidify their their ticket to the World Cup. Type of vibes. How many people percentage wise do you think has a ticket? Rassi Erasmus, the coach, said about eighty percent. I forgot if it was eighty percent before or after, but you said eighty percent. I think it was also like kind of. I think it's mostly before because a lot of guys were given the chance in this friendly to be able to like solidify the the place, and I think some guys have put their hand up um, and done very well. Um, I mean, I can name players, but. Um, 
Dylan Leeds. I think Dylan Leeds is probably going to go to the World Cup now. And he's also he's also going to go to the World Cup at the expense of a pure Yankee, actually. Because he's injured and he hasn't had lots of rugby or minutes under his belt lately. He's not back yet. He's, I think he's due to come back within a week or next two weeks. But South Africa don't have... I don't think they have a friendly with him. Like now. Like from now to the World Cup. And so I think... Like I think Rossi has technically ruled him out. Because he said in the press conference that him, Warren Whiteley and Damien Willemsa are probably not likely to be in the squad because they haven't played much recently and haven't played international rugby a lot. Um, Sia Gulisi was fast-tracked basically in his recovery because he played, he had his first game last week back of the province, played 40 minutes I think, and was included in the test match this week against Argentina and played just below 50 minutes. And that 50 minutes was to get him into the mojo of playing international rugby so that he can actually go to the World Cup because he's captain and shit like that. Other people aren't fast-tracked. Do you think... What level of trust do you think you should get? Nah, I wouldn't take him. I wouldn't take him. I wouldn't take him. I think my reasons are, like, you you need a lot of... You need some minutes under your belt to go to a World Cup because it's... It's tough and you need to have like you can't like you can't be finding your feet during a World Cup. You have to go to a World Cup having found your feet already, having been playing decent rugby, having been playing decent rugby at a high level, which is a test level. So rugby is more sport where even no matter how good you are, like let's say for example, if the thing is I think it depends on certain players and certain positions. Give me a parallel. Um so, for instance, you in the yes, yes, you take him to the World Cup because he's he's Ronaldo yeah. and because he's the captain. Yeah. Okay, I wouldn't say Ronaldo, but I mean because he's not necessarily our best player. But I mean that's yeah. arguable, you know. But Ronaldo. But if a trying to think of a Portuguese French player. Okay, wait, let's take it to England actually. Right, um, you take Sterling. No, no, Sterling. Oh, yeah, okay, Kane, Kane, Kane. You'll take Kane because he's Kane, yeah. that captain. Um, you'd you'd include even if, if Kane picked up an injury in May. During let's let's talk let's take it to England's World Cup, right? If Kane picked up an injury in May, one of the warm up games or the actually the final warm up game, even if Kane hadn't recovered fully and had not had many minutes, he would still play let's say a half in that thing just to get used to playing international game yeah but you wouldn't necessarily do that with a trying to think of um other positions he's 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 a name that you know but he's not he's not he's not the uh, he's not the core yes he's not the core He's better when healthy, but he's not probably not as better, not better when not healthy. And you don't want to take that risk of him taking him when he's not healthy and finding out during the World Cup that he's not better. Type of vibe. Yeah. Like you know what we we are coming from with that question. Yeah. Coming from the guy who's probably for the last three years playing towards us, and we pick up an injury. 
Warren Wrightley. Warren Wrightley is exactly that. He's been like he's been in the Springbok setup since 2016, basically as a core player. Even he was Springbok captain for two years um, under under Alistair Kutsia. Um, picked up a couple of injuries here and there. Mostly this year wasn't playing that much, um, and now he's not gonna make the squad. Like clean dead ass. Like, it, 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 it must suck. Um, it's really fucked up. Um, guess what's the number one test side in the world? Just take a guess. Um, okay, I'll give you. I'll give you the top five in no particular order: South Africa, England, Wales, Ireland, New Zealand. Australia, top six. That's the top six. Yes, <laughs> you can get two tries. <laughs> it actually is Wales. Ah, Fucking hell! Yes. <laughs> it actually is Wales. Um, yeah. <laughs> they got Wales as as a country. Gareth Bale is in the squad. He got an assist for Real Madrid. Just a shout out for that. Sandwich. Um, what's this? They they were first. I don't, know, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but they were first for 24 hours yeah. because they, because New Zealand had a heavy loss to Australia, so their points in terms of the world rankings like decreased a lot, pushing Wales up to first. Then Wales lost to England, which pushed them down back to second, whilst restoring New Zealand's um, lead. And then Wales beat England in Cardiff. Uh, score was 13-6 all time and and they jumped whatever um the first time it was 33 oh no no it was less than 24 hours no no it's just no it's just more than 24 hours actually because the england game the new zealand game ended at like ended at like one and the england game started at like two three so it ended at like four five so that's when the final thing was out by Ela. These guys are more first. So it's just about like 26, 27 hours. And now they're back in first. Which is which is good for them, I think. Shout out to them. Yeah, so I think it's it's gonna be a very good World Cup because it's very open-ended. I think apparently in terms of chats, this is the most open World Cup since 99, arguably two or three type of vibe. In terms of possible winners. Mm. Do you think rugby has because it's an open World Cup and stuff, it's not a lot of countries have grown in, in, in rugby structure, yeah. Uh, I don't think a lot of countries have grown. I think if you look but if you look back at like the countries that were in the top eight in twenty in ninety five or ninety yeah, ninety seven or something like that, and you look at the same teams then it's Definitely, probably the same people. It's just that different positions and stuff like that. But you can't say that. Okay, let's not look at top eight. Like other countries. Yeah, other countries have actually developed more. Yeah. Like they've done very well. I think. I mean, Japan did beat South Africa for the first time in last year's World Cup in the opening game, which was a big shock um, to the entire rugby world. Basically, it was fucking. What it was? <laughs> it was. It wasn't a good day for Springbok right there. Yeah, just a lot of Afrikaans flying around. Boy, anger, anger boy. It was. I thought I was like, like a brother. <laughs> 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 it was 
Good yeah, I mean, it's going to be a very good World Cup, I think. Um, like I said, side is going to be named on 27th of August. I'm really interested to see who's going to make it, who's got their ticket. Camp is going to be in Bloemfontein. You know what the reason to that is, according to Rasi Erasmus. Nana? No. Because Bloemfontein only has one newspaper. <laughs> it's like it's a, it's it's essential, man. <laughs> I mean, he joke, I think he joked around and said because what's this? Um, news was his paper day, not just one newspaper. So I mean, not much can be broadcast of what's happening within the region. It probably is. I mean, that's why I think England had a um, picked a very small town themselves with the World Cup in terms of where they were based. Last year in Russia, yeah, because of reasons like that. I think people should stop social I know a lot of people like to say, Yo, you're a professional player, you have a dope but it's like, it's a big part of it. Exactly, mentally, it's very good. We're getting into the years where the players who are at a professional level now are around our age. Exactly. We grew up. Almost. We started the social media generation. Yes, really so much. It's a big thing for us. It's a, it's a difference in between where, let's say, if I play, and, and the social media impact on me versus on Johnson. It's very different. Like, yeah. Facebook for him was just like, I yeah. I mean, you don't have to go on Facebook. Yeah. Even thing is, even with them, dog, like it was a, it was a stage of I think, like if you if if things aren't going your way and like the media is on you. You can just not read the newspaper because yeah, that's most that's that's most of the stuff like there was at there was at, yeah, it was yeah, on the yeah. newspapers. You don't just don't read the newspapers, you know. Now it's on your phone, it's on the TV, it's everywhere. Fam. Everyone is talking. About it. Like, exactly. Oh, um, mentality, you, know, it's just, you just have to be stronger mentally. How long have we been going? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chat. Like these days to play in today's game, you just have to be stronger mentally and you have to see things in the Yeah, and be able to block out a lot of negativity in your life. I think we'll look back at this era and this generation of sports and commend them. Mm, I think we're kind of keeping the same levels, the yes. The same levels. And some of them have even elevated. Yeah. Like, let's say, uh, I don't know, has rugby elevated in terms of the same way? Football, no, I don't think it has. In terms of social media, nah. Not, not social media necessarily, but technical level. Oh yes, it is definitely has to be. They are they are playing at a better level, at a higher level. Uh, rugby is it's more exciting to watch, and it's it's technically it has become very very much better. Because so does the excitement come from more I think it's it's it differ it differs. Like, would you prosper now if you were a big guy who could take a tackle? Versus if you were just a complete athlete. I think you're looking at more of a complete athlete nowadays, but it doesn't mean that you won't prosper now if you're just big. Yeah. Because yeah. like I mean you just I think there's more I think sports science has demanded more from each player on the general because you can track a lot of things and stuff like that. You know? So like with your props, 20 years ago, you probably wouldn't expect your props to 
like work around the field as much as they do now because now they're supposed to be fitter they train to be fitter they are strong okay i don't know if they're stronger but like i mean probably are stronger because of some like um scrummaging line out lifting and ball carrying depending on who you are and cleaning so um props back in the day were probably like if you didn't get around the pitch and you didn't carry much there wasn't emphasis on that like you weren't looked down upon but now if you don't carry as a prop or you don't carry well or efficiently then you you aren't you aren't praised highly or you are looked down upon but like back in the day it was more on the fundamentals of the positions now the fundamentals are emphasized but you have to do more to be a better player or to be recognized you know like so for instance i'll take um like a prop for instance yeah or even a hooker nowadays a hooker is expected to do the fundamentals of a hooker well <laughs> I should check <laughs> pretty much blow jobs take it up the ass rim job <laughs> pretty much you know um, a hooker is expected to like like be dominant in the scrum through accurately in the line out but and carry well here and there but depending on like your size but now the hook is more like the positions become more dynamic and you have to get around the field more more, more most hookers are expected to be decent fetches now uh, most hookers are expected to be on the fringes now and be more athletic be faster be more of athletes than your general hooker 20 years ago and that's because people are getting fitter people are getting yes 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 because of the training methods because of the nutrition, the dietary, the so, supplementary, yeah. and all of that. You, yeah. You're one of those guys who just showed you will get find out, found out. Yes. Because these guys were willing to do those jobs. And yes. And we're just bringing the guy who's doing more fundamentals and can do more. To do more, yes, definitely. Because even, even, even do more. Like I mean, you look at you look at um, a prop a props general game. Um, Back in the day, okay, back in the day, I mean, this is different now. There was only one replacement prop, and now they two just to, to watch this, just to help that. But back in the day, as a prop, you could play, like, props could play an entire 80-minute game, right? But that prop, because there's only one substitution, and let's say, let's say the two of us are props, and you're the one who's getting substituted, yeah? I can play 80 minutes, or I'm expected to play 80 minutes at 70%. Right, I mean, fluctuating up and down, but average seventy percent, and you can play um, sixty minutes at ninety percent. But now that sports science has come in, right, let's just let's say we play sixty percent, you play eighty percent. Now that sports science has come in, and we can both, and I mean, that's also a big ups to to rugby, the fact that we both can be replaced now. We can both play at eight at ninety percent instead of one of us playing at 80 or one of us playing in at a, at a shorter role so like i mean the impact and the amount that you can actually play you can you can empty your tank out because you know that at a certain time or a certain period you run about you are going to be substituted so you might as well go full on then going like pulling yourself a bit back so that you can finish again yeah right, cool, man. That's, that's like i yeah, we aren't reversing sport, especially rugby like is, is is going forward. Yeah, like, you know, in certain areas, that is actually. Because uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not 
Ten years too. Ten years since about uh, Beijing. Is it? Yeah. No matter what. What do you mean ten years to about Beijing? Wasn't. No. What? It's probably it's probably it's probably ten years to the record record. Yeah. The latest the the record record because he did because he did break the first record in Beijing two eight. Oh. Yes. And then he did it. Yeah. Then he did it again a year later. Yeah. True. Because I think he did um nine six. Two or nine six three in Beijing, and then he did nine five seven a year later to nine five eight five eight. Where did he do it? Was it not London? I think it was London or some shit like that. Because I know it was an um, IWAF um, one of those meetings thing. Like I mean, what what what, what now? What is now recognized as the Diamond League? I don't know what it was back in the day. Yeah. trace my memory for that 10 year span and it seems like the older you get time just goes by faster I think it does you don't change as much yeah I think it's it's also that developing thing yeah now and 32 years old is going to seem shorter than yeah because of everything that's happening in your life yeah you as a person aren't changing as much so it's just the crazy yo um, I've actually got a question for you do you think um, I mean in reflection to the whole rugby thing and the whole sports science, um, how I was saying that back in the day, sportsmen or rugby players were more based on the fundamentals now, and then um, nowadays there's the sports science that's come in that's helped them become better players. Do you think that, and I mean, this is a reflection on all sporting codes basically, do you think that players, if, or let's say the current generation of players, if they had the same conditions as the players back in the day, 20 years, 10 years ago, they would be as good? Or do you, or like, I mean, and a similar question, basically, do you think players of back in the day, if they had the sports science and everything now, would be better or in the same level than now? Hmm. I think it would depend if we're generalizing as a group. They wouldn't be better. Like okay, wait, to which question? The first one. I'm, okay, I'm just going to answer. I don't know how we order them, but I get the gist of your question. Yeah. So, I don't think you would bring in... Sports science. Like, let's say you do players from the past when they come into the professional game. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because of the way you live for the past 17 years, I just don't think that body... Let's say you come in at 17. Yeah. No, even he's maybe a wrong because, like I said, it depends on the player. Because let's say the, the generic 17 year old from 1950 comes in to a Premier League side now, mm. and you know they get the same methods and the facilities. Yes. I don't think that guy is better than the generic player now who comes in to the same. Okay. Maybe that guy 
mm-hmm. when you're 16. So your whole life, you haven't been geared to both the way that now, and people are actually think about it like seven years. Yeah. Okay, you said on the generals, on the, like the general player. Yeah. And what about the special players? The special players, I think they were better than they were. Than they were. Yeah, I think they be competing best. If you take the penalty and you give them the sports science that Ronaldo, 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 Chris, CR7 hands. Yeah, no, regardless of my opinion on people who score the focus, I think that people who like we had this conversation. Yeah, we had it. Um, Yeah. For, for that very for reason, the very reason. My reason was that they were playing against niggas who had actual jobs. Yeah, who, Actually, who did who played yeah. was who played football as a yeah. hobby. So someone was saying that um, the, the debates against Michael Jordan and LeBron James. Michael Jordan was one of the few elite basketballers mm. in his time. Like people were playing basketball at a level where, like as an elite athlete. Yeah, he was one of the few people. So he only had like a, one other person to compete with. He was an elite basketball player, elite mm-hmm. athlete. Now, Jordan, Ron James, James. Curry, Curry Irving, who is, I wouldn't say he's an elite athlete. No, I said Curry, Steph, Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Steph Curry. Um, I'm not going to put him as an elite specimen, but in, for his shooting, for KD, KD, he's seven foot tall. But he's he can, he's got handles, he's got athleticism. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, James Harden, you've got Russell Westbrook, he's a beast. You've got fucking Damian Lillard, he's a beast. Steph Curry, he's mm-hmm. um, Clay Thompson, beast. beast. So it's like yo, now the nigga with the corners, who um, was in Toronto, who's it? Was it not him? Um, no, that's it. Who's it? Yes, Kawhi. Actually, yeah, yeah, Kawhi. Fuck. Yeah, what do you do, baby? <laughs> so now he's competing. He's competing. He's competing against people on, like, more people, and he's still great. Who are elite? He's still great. Should speak more yeah, volumes than Michael Jordan. Okay. So like, let's say in the past, in one Beasts of yeah. nature, yes. They're just, they're just like persistent. Yeah. And then you just got like another one. Hyenas. Hyenas, just hyenas. Now you've got like 10 lions. And the beast, then the two, like the one specimen that you're actually yeah. comparing is a beast over 10 lions who are elite. Yeah. So she's speaking. So I get what you mean. I get what you mean. You know, there's a lot of mention, but it just. It is, it is. I think it's very, it's a, it's a very deep debate. It's yeah. like, I mean, the thing is, I look at. I look, I look at rugby players, for instance, and I look at the players that could do the fundamentals, um, like great back in the day. And personally, I feel like if they have the sports science and if they had the technical skills and the training that they, that the players do have now, yeah. they'll be at a 
much much higher level than the players yeah, now because they were much, bossing much it without the sports science exactly you're bossing it without the sports science imagine if you had the technical ability and the sports science or the, the training and the sports science that these guys have now on top of your fundamentals that you actually have that you work with that you are bossing you'd be fucking elite like I look at um, for instance I make it I make a simple example um I think a player like I mean rugby rugby fans will probably know this like at a, at a better level a player like Mark Andrews I feel is arguably a better lock than Eben Etzebeth because yes because Eben benefit from the science and he's more dominant because of the science and stuff like that but okay actually even Elizabeth is a wrong, is a wrong example because even Elizabeth fucking dominates his, his fundamentals um Malcolm Marks versus John Smith type of vibe awesome do you have like that like, like, yeah exactly um, Malcolm Marks versus um versus John Smith um or even Malcolm Marks versus who is the hook John Dalton is it John James Dalton Yes, James Dalton, who was a hooker in late late nineties. What I will say is that if rugby wants us to take it seriously, we need Billy. Fuck you. Fuck you, Dines. We've got um Billy. How am I going to take this sport seriously if you mention James Dalton? No, but James Dalton is not really a legend. He's just some. He's just some. <laughs> It's just, it's just a nigga. Fuck you, dog. Fuck, fuck, fuck your chance, dog. But that's, but that's just exotic names in general. But like, that's just like Spanish names. So you, you comparing apples to pears? Actually, fucking comparing apples. You comparing apples. Dominate your sport. Fuck you. It really isn't. It really isn't. Bobby fucking Charlton. Um, yeah, I think let's move on to our final spoilers so to cricket quickly. Um, do you know anything about the Ashes before I speak of the Ashes? It's a series. Breakdown of the Ashes, history-wise or okay, history-wise. Okay, the first time, like I mean, this is me paraphrasing, and this is off the top of my head. I'm not 100% sure with the fact, but how the Ashes worked was, or how it started, was Australia toured, Australia toured England with cricket in the in the was this in the 19th century, like late 19th century, and they wiped the floor with England. Basically, right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Those niggas were toying for cricket, and yeah, and what's this? England wipe. What's this? Australia wiped the floor with England, basically, and like English press was like all over England. That they're such a shit team, yeah, 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 like all of that. Yeah, so um, then um, I don't know if it was a couple of years later, but something along those lines, they went or like what's this? Um, they went to oh, I think the the chat with that was that um, 
the versus the England team had burnt out or was burnt out or shit like that and versus they they're dead and all of that I mean and then the whole ch- and then when England was about was going to tour um Australia the whole chat was that they're going to, I don't know if it was before or after the tour but they were going to regain the ashes of the the pride of the English team and um versus they went to England they went to Australia and they won um I mean they did regain the ashes that's how the, that's how the whole thing they rose from the ashes and they ultimately regained the ashes and now they play over like they play they play over an urn which is about that big like that's the trophy it's about like that big i forgot actual size of it but it can fit in my hand basically in terms of size um and allegedly the ashes that are actually in the trophy because they're actually ashes in the trophy apparently are the bales of one of one of the cricket matches like i mean one of the cricket matches the bales they were taken and burnt and the ashes of that were put into the earth oh something so crazy or something so weird I would expect that they actually get to burn the whole thing nah fucking hell family family fuck so they burnt the ashes of that so you get to keep the ashes like trophy yeah you get to keep if you regain it I mean if you want it you you keep the ashes you keep the trophy and it's a big thing between Australia and England was weed a big thing in, in 1870 something yeah yeah shout out to them so I think we the, just touring before the ashes they, they were just doing like okay, we'll yeah we'll I mean yeah tour South Africa or whatever and then that's how the ashes were born and they've been added since basically I'm not 100 percent sure, but it's not. It's not by far. Australia, it's such a weird thing. Australia, wouldn't didn't they just take English prisoners that they didn't want to deal with anymore? Yes, they did do that. And those guys ended up crossing their sports. Pretty much, they be like as in they regained their whole um free ship thing, and then yeah. So yeah, like we actually read the bosses. Wikipedia through the Ashes of Test Series between England and Australia. Regarded, okay, wait, um, the team, the term originated in a satirical obituary published in the British newspaper, The Sporting Times, immediately after Australia's 1882 victory at the Oval. It's the first Test win on English soil. Yeah, that's why. Um, the obituary stated that the English cricket had died and the body will be cremated. The body of English cricket will be cremated and the ashes taken to Australia. Mythical ashes immediately became associated with the 1822-23 series played in Australia before the English captain Ivor Bly, whatever however he pronounces his name, had vowed to regain those ashes. And how that's the react, like that's the thing was born. Uh, most wins Australia, 33 series. One. Do you think why do you, do you think that we can have something that happens now that fits into Ashes territory, Ashes vibe? Not Ashes vibe, but like you, you see how a whole series and whole cultural phenomenon was birthed over a newspaper. Yeah, newspaper. The captain saying we're going to regain those ashes, and then the whole country comes behind it, and then there are now more officials that 
Mm. Let's say, do you think? Do you think because? Do you think something similar would happen now? Yeah. Do you think something? Do you think the tradition can now last a hundred years? I, I don't think it's. I don't think it. I don't think it can in the way that it did. But I think they like it's kind of being forced upon us type of vibe. Like I mean, I look at cricket. There is a there is a Mandela Gandhi trophy between South Africa and India. So I mean, like I mean, I think that's just one that is kind of like created because of the. It's like I mean, it's very shit. Like I mean, yeah. But I mean, I think it's that's the type of thing that is forced upon it. Naturally, something that comes naturally, like the ashes type of vibe. Like you see, even in rugby, um, the the big a big test is in is Australia versus New Zealand, which is the Bledisloe Cup, which happened like years ago, like years, years, years. I'm I forgot when it started, but. I mean, between South Africa and New Zealand, we play what is called the Freedom Cup. Or is it, yeah, the Freedom Cup, South Africa and Australia is the Nelson Mandela Cup. I mean, it's one of those ones that is created because of the scene, but it doesn't have that that thing that makes it, yes, yes, that thing that makes it like authentic and, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I know about that. You know about that. But that that one is on a certain, isn't it? On a certain date or certain period yeah. or some shit like that. But, yeah. But it's like, bro, I just think as a country, we've been forced. Oh, thing. It becomes. It becomes. When you hear it, you you, you don't. You just. Uh, They've taken away the pride. Yeah, you just like. You just like. Uh, oh, here again. Here we go again. Oh shit. Here we go again. It's like there was no reason for that because there were other people there. Even the money. It's like, bro, you could have had that. I mean, but what? How many goals do we have? But ten, twenty. Fifty, hundred, and two hundred. Exactly, you could have had five different people who are involved in the struggle, but no, um, we have to have Mandela in all five. Pretty much. Isn't he also on the five round coin? Is it a new five round coin? Yeah, he's on, on, on some of the five round coins. So, I mean, that's technically six. Remembrance of stuff that also Exactly. Bro, you kind of take it out in your aim to maybe drown out the old taken out the nice the niceness to the it niceness to it like, you know, allow us to like can we carry on using the names we have for these things and so we find better PR content for the PR safe uh, stuff to put in it yeah. But most of the time, things get named after people who get first, or things that happen first. First, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll say, where it is. You said to me, uh, it was an Englishman who picked up an old ball. You and ran with it. Yeah. Right? That's how rugby allegedly started. Cool. So. 
And the cup is named after him. It's not. He didn't like. It's not. It's not commemorate. It's not com- like commended on who the best rugby player could have been up until the time yeah. the tournament was named yeah. or the trophy was named. So what I was asking was, are we are we in too deep into history to find those kind of figures in today's game that can take those mantles, maybe not necessarily replace existing, but maybe take new things? And I don't think we are. And be added into folklore. I don't think we are. I don't think we are because like I mean I think I think so the thing is I think certain things are like going with the times yeah. you know um, I mean what's this there was, there was some there was something that was more re- like there was something that was more um, recent in terms of something that that acknowledged a great like greats oh yes it's the it's the series between Australia and um, and, and, and India and cricket it's called the is it is it the Gavaskar board? I think it's the Gavaskar Border Trophy, right? Um, named after um, England great Fadi's first name, but Gavaskar is surname, and um, Australian former captain Alan Border. Right? You know, and that's more. Um, these guys were Border was probably was just playing in the 80s and early 90s, around about, which is very recent, and Gavaskar probably before that. So I mean, so I think it, it can happen. Yeah, it can happen. It's just that it's probably not as wow or seen with amongst other things. Like I mean, for me, you look look at the India South African series. I felt like the whole Nelson Mandela Gandhi thing was very cheesy. It's very cheesy. Like there was no need. We could have gone actual cricket players. But you also look at you. Who are you gonna name as your South African great cricket to talk about? Exactly, trying to make it commercialized. Yeah, yeah. Um, can we can we wrap up the ashes and cricket and the entire episode in itself? Um, oh yeah. So what's this? Yeah, what's this? Straight. I think there's yeah, draw. So how the ashes is at the moment? They played the first test match, which which was a couple of weeks ago, I think, um, in Trent Bridge, which is in Birmingham. How many do they have? They have five, five test matches. They played that Australia won. Um, let me let me just quickly get. So yes. Um, scoring right when you say you won by this many what does that mean? It means you you um you matched or you matched by one or you beat by one what the opposition had scored. And you have certain remaining wickets to do it. So um, if so if let's say wins. yeah, so if you bat first, I bat second, yeah. and you score two hundred, I have to score two hundred and one to to win, right? If if I yeah, if by the time I get to two hundred and one, you have five wickets, or you've taken five of my wickets, I have one by five wickets remaining. I've or one by five wickets. But if I get to one eighty. And I'm all out. Then you win by 20 runs because I was short of your target by 20 runs. So in the first test, oh, okay. yeah, but that's just on a simple, on a simple thing, yeah. Um, excluding two innings and test matches and stuff like that. So in the first test, uh, Australia won by 251 runs, which is 
which is gag. Trust me, it's fucking gag. Like, it's five days of 90 overs per day. But they don't necessarily get to 90 overs because of change of innings and stuff like that. But ideally, it's five overs of 90 overs a day. Yeah, I mean, average, you probably get to... On a day, you probably do like 80 something. It's probably like eight, late 80s overs a day yeah. type of vibe. But when by average? What do you mean? If, if you're saying Australia won by two, that's gang. How far? Like, let's say if they won by 100. 100 is not too bad. The thing is, you, the thing is, it's also it, it depends on context. It's very yeah, it's very relative to the game and depends on context and shit like that. So, because for instance, what is which is um pretty sad on England's part is that the final innings was battled on the last day, right? And the last day during the Test match had deteriorated so much that the conditions were highly favoured towards Australia. You were saying this. You were saying weather's only cricket sport. Cricket's advancement has a sport back because it's it's played on the cross. It's played on, it's played on a pitch, which is kind of sad, but not. God, it's just, I mean, yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, okay, it's the same thing. Okay, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, the, yes, 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 yes. Sure. I mean, as for that, I mean, that that, um, that tweet doesn't have like um, it's not related to what I'm talking about now. So, for instance, uh, yeah. So, okay, what am I wrapping up? The ashes. Oh yeah, um, they were batting on a highly deteriorated pitch, which I mean, okay, let me let me make an example. Um, Nathan Lyon, who's the Australian spinner, I'd run about day one, day two in terms of spin. We'll probably get um, spin off the normal trajectory. So like, if I bowl the ball straight, right, and what it actually spins, you probably got about less than three degrees of spin right off the normal trajectory by day five it was probably five to six degrees which is a lot in cricket and the pitch isn't the pitch is so soft and deteriorated so much that it's it's hard to bat on which is easier to get wickets on which is why um australia were able to clean them up by 146 so do they have a certain standard for how at the start of the day, at the start of the test match, on day one, yes. No, I mean not standard. It depends on, it depends on the what's the groundsman. Yeah, it depends on the groundsman. I mean, it has to be a certain like hardness, but it also depends on the conditions. Because for instance, in, in Australia, you get much harder pitches than you get in India, because in India, generally pitches are more softer because of the conditions that are generally in India. Yes, but and in England or something like that. Hard goes, but then don't you then move into the Just look at the result and the result on its on its own. Yes. So maybe there has to be certain like standardization of pitches. 
they can't be. So they can't. Yeah, because of the general conditions in the country. General conditions. So like like I said, in generally in, in in Australia, your pictures are much harder and they're much faster than you would find in England or India. That's just generally so how, how the soil is, is in the country. How far vegetable I get is Everyone must play in this place. Not everyone must play in this place, but like, okay, Australia won. Okay, wait. Can I say? Can I? I know. I know where your question is going. Soft fish cricket. Nah. The thing is that can't, I don't know. Like, I don't know if there's a need for that. I don't think there's a need for that. And the thing is, um, it's it's also a home advantage thing. So it depends on the cricket board that. Like in terms of how the pitches are set up depends on the cricket board so of the home country. The yes. So for instance, like, but I mean, in a World Cup, that's a different thing because in a World Cup, cricket pitches are moderated by um, at the ICC themselves. So they say that this pitch, like all of these pitches, like for instance, um, at Lords, all of the pitches are going to be like this. At um, at the Oval, they're going to be like this. In Manchester, they're going to be like this. Stuff like that. In terms of the World Cup that was that happened, right? All of them are going to be like this. Like all of them should be prepared like this, and not necessarily said that like the English cricket board says. Let's prepare all pitches around the country to to more favor us than opposition. Stuff like that type of which is kind of what happens technically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, let's wrap. Let's wrap it up. We've been chatting for long. Um, I've got two things to say before I close it off myself. Um, fun fact. I think. I think in twenty years we probably can, which will probably take out the rain thing. But other things are going to be affected in terms of sun because sun is a big thing in cricket. In terms of how it affects the ball, I told I talked about it last week. How it affects the pitch and all of that. So that's something that you have to consider because um, you can't really play in the dark and stuff like that because yeah, that also affects. We probably can. Like I mean, oh, like have a see-through roof or something like that. That's probably. I mean, in twenty years, if that happens, you shouldn't be surprised. Type of vibe. To to take out the to, to take out. I think it's it's a bit too soon to talk about it now. I don't think we don't have the money to be able to create it, because that's a, like it, it goes a lot into actually building that stable to make it to actually make it um what's this, roofed. And now you have to think about the logistics of like how will the sun actually affect it and stuff like that. Making sure that you can actually make something that will like as much as the roof comes over doesn't really have too much of an effect in the game because that's what you're not trying to do you're not trying to alter the game severely and lose the fundamentals of the game or the pop the like the the, the characteristics of the game just because you don't want rain in the, in the match we've had rain for the past the technology is there it's just that money that comes in that is not going to cause the like I don't, personally, I wouldn't want that. I would want natural conditions, things that is just based on Maybe nature. Just on how yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, like, I don't know if I. Like,
I get what you mean. I get what you mean. I get sun rays and light and light years. I get what you mean. I just don't personally. I'll I'll stick to the purity of it and not necessarily learn so, anything artificial. So you're saying that having having to have breaks or stoppages because of the weather is not creating Yes, I think. It doesn't it's I mean it's it happens. It's just one of those things. Yeah. I mean, yeah, typo, which, yeah. Um, let's call the short off. Uh, fun fact of the Ashes, which is what I've been trying to get at. Um, fuck, speak now. I forgot, I forgot the name of the person that... Um, oh, yes, I forgot it. No, 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 no. No, someone didn't replace the Ashes. Fun fact about the Ashes. Um, I don't know which tour this was, but Australia was touring England. And horses one of the Australian cricketers has, I think, the record of the most, num- most number of beers consumed on a single flight from Australia <laughs> to, really? yes, to, 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 to England. Guess how many. Is it just in general or for sports people? I don't know if, I don't know if it's in general or sports people. I don't know. I don't think it's in general. I don't think it's in general. But for sports people, yes, probably. Yes. In a flight from Australia to England. I mean, cans, cans. Yeah, I think it's cans. Yeah. Mm. That he consumed in one flight. Think about it, beers. Think about how many dust you. This is an Australian stomach, right? Yes, so he's probably got a higher tolerance of beer. Higher than you. Let me just give it to you. Hurry up. Yes. 56. Ah! Perfect. Dig it. Move. Move. He's. Move. He's. consumed fifty-six beers in a single trip, allegedly. Do you know how many Boston breaks that he broke? Boy. How many do you think until he broke the seal? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um. Final thing before your final word. Creature of the day. Creature of the week. Fuck. Yes, Lego. Yes. <laughs> Our audience is a, is a member of the singer. Um, I actually listened to what's this last week's um, this, as I was editing this, this shit. The, 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 the audio wasn't as loud as I anticipated it to be. And I thought it was going to be too loud and I apologize. Um, this is, wait, this is the video. Wait. Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, this is the one. So yeah, um, this is Nduenje, uh, founder of YouTube last week. Um, I mean, she said Queen's College Nduenje. I think this was the under-16 team. I mean, I forgot which year, I think 2016, 2017, something like that. Um, in the changing room. They said it was in the changing room before again. Eight point five. Eight point five. Eight point five. 
Um, yeah, it's like 10 seconds, 10 seconds left. So yeah, this is my PJ of the week. Um, stumbled upon, like I said, and I fucking like it. I mean, it's but I mean, going back, going back to my PJ fundamentals, uh, one thing that I don't, I'm not happy about it is that it's like not long enough. It's like 120 minutes. No, no, I don't mind it now because they started with it, but they started with, the recording started when the clapping was on the high. So it doesn't ruin the creature. Yeah. So the clapping when it's early and it's still the creature's still on the low, that's when it ruins the creature. Yeah. No. So I mean for me it's 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 one it's one twenty-three. No, no, it's not it's really not important. Let's finish it up because we also have to do extra time. Yeah, final word. Final word, um I'm like, I'm boy. I mean, that's my that's my part. That's my part, but okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. We're funny that we love check this out on Check me out on my personal account at underscore sanjisoza a underscore and check us out on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. From the Stan Sportscast, we are going to be dropping our first video in a couple of days. I mean, probably a day after the recording has dropped for extra time. Hope you guys enjoy that. But yeah, you'll find everything from there. And shout out for the listen, shout out for everything. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. This was from the Stan Sportcast brought to you by Sad Boy C's, that guy Diso. And yeah, we out.